Hello everyone and welcome to our midweek podcast uh, for Tuesday uh, the 2nd of November. This is a recorded uh, message from our midweek meeting happening in our church building at uh, this time. Uh, We are going to come together this evening uh, to worship God and the message this evening is brought to us by one of our elders here at Mavilla. Robert Wilson is going to speak to us from God's word. As we come together this evening, um, I want to read these words from Luke chapter 6. Jesus says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and yet don't do what I tell you? Anyone who comes to me and listens to my words and obeys them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man who's building his house, uh, dug deep and laid foundations on rock. The river flooded over it, and hit the house, but it could not shake it, because it was well built. But anyone who hears my words and does not obey is like a man who built his house without laying a foundation. When the floods hit, that house fell at once, and what a terrible crash that was. An architect knows that a solid foundation is essential to any building as a follower of Christ. Our spiritual foundation is vital to our lives, both here on earth and in eternity. Following God and submitting uh, to his ways enables us to build on a solid foundation. We need to build our, uh, we need to base our lives on him. Stand firm in the faith, true to his word and obedient to his ways. Let's, as we think of this, come to God now in prayer. Our loving Heavenly Father, teach us to build our lives on you and we will have that reassurance that when storms come our way, we, our way, we, you will hold us fast. Lord, because of you, we have the confidence that our foundations will remain secure. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All on the ground is sinking sand. What amazing words we can sing from the bottom of our hearts when we have accepted you as our Saviour and Lord. Lord, we ask this evening, be with Robert as he brings us your message. Let us put all the cares of the day away and let us hear and learn from your word that our lives may be enriched by getting to know you deeper. And these things we asked in your precious name. Amen. My thanks this evening uh, to uh, June, uh, who uh, is not feeling great at the minute, uh, but read those words uh, for the introduction this evening. Um, We're going to listen uh, to Robert bring his message in a moment or two. But just before we do... Uh, we are going to listen to an item of praise from Jonathan Ray and his family entitled Strength Will Rise. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. We will. 
Good evening, everyone. It's good to be able to come out and to have fellowship with other believers. It's nice to be able to sing and to give praise to our loving Master. Because it's not about you or me. It's all about Jesus. Tonight I'm going to be reading from Matthew 7, verses 24 to 29. I'll give you a few minutes just to look this up if you want to follow with me. I know I'm very slow at finding the scriptures. This passage I'm reading is a very popular one. We all know it well. But there's always something new to be learnt in God's word. This is the end of Jesus' teaching of the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew 7 verses 24 to 29. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew, and beat against the house, yet it did not fall, because it had its foundations on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand. The rains came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teacher of the law. Let's come to the Lord in prayer. Dear Lord and Heavenly Father, I give thanks, Lord, for this opportunity to speak to our brothers and sisters and followers of Christ. I pray, Lord, that you will unveil your holy word to us. Open up our hearts and minds to the message you want us to submit to. Reveal yourself to us and help us to understand so we can come closer to you. I ask this in the name of our loving Lord Jesus. Amen. My title for this passage is called Building on Good Foundations, or as it says in the Bible, The Wise and Foolish Builders. What's the message Jesus is telling us here? I think we can safely conclude that Jesus is not giving us guidance on building construction. I always thought when Jesus was talking about foundation here in this passage, he was referring to the solid rock of Christ. But no, Jesus is referring to a different type of foundation. Let me explain what I mean. Jesus says all that hears his words and puts them into practice. He is referring to you and me because we are the ones who are listening. But the one who is listening and puts what he hears into action, he is laying down a firm foundation in his life. And when the storms come into his life, he will be able to withstand anything that Satan throws at him. If the Lord is speaking to you, and you feel the Lord is laying suffering on your heart, you must not ignore this calling but carry out this request. It may be helping out a friend, a relation, a church organisation, or this could be something completely different. You should take it to the Lord in prayer.
And when you are honouring, fulfilling and obeying God's will, this is when you start building foundations in your life. But the one who listens and does not put into practice what he hears has no foundation. And when the storms come into his life, and storms will come into everyone's life, he has nothing to support him, and he will fall away. All the way through chapter 5, Jesus is giving us clear instructions on how we can gain rewards for heaven and build foundations in our lives. Jesus asked us to keep the commandments, for whoever practice the teaching, these will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus tells us to give to the needy, but do not announce this to others. Keep it a secret. And when your Father in heaven sees this, he will reward you. You do not want to be honoured by others. This is like giving food to the food bank or even to the Christmas appeal. Forgive others who sin against you so your heavenly Father can forgive you if you are insulted and persecuted because of Jesus, then you should rejoice because you will build rewards in heaven. Do not judge others, for if you do, you will be judged in the same way. Do not store up treasures in earth where they could be stolen or destroyed, but store your treasures in heaven. For where your treasure is, your heart will be also. Isn't this true? This passage comes at the end of the greatest sermon ever told. The application at the end of a sermon. Jesus is telling those listening to him, Follow my words and you will settle down good foundations in your life. These are two types of people here. You can't tell them apart, just like those two houses here, they're identical. You're unable to see their foundation because their foundations are invisible to us. It's not till the storms come into their lives that you can see what they're made of. These people I'm referring to may be intelligent and study the Bible and they know the facts of the gospel. They're not putting it into practice. They will fall. They may have head knowledge of the scriptures, but it does not change their hearts. They will fall. We also know that good works of obedience does not get us into heaven. Only the salvation that comes from the grace of God can get us into heaven. But we can express our faith through our good works. We need to be careful to carry out what God wants us to do in our lives. You may think this is a bit rash of Jesus on his people. And it is. But this is the difference between obedience and disobedience to God's word. Remember. Jesus loves us so much, he wants to give us all the warnings he can to help us understand 
the dangers we are facing. If your house is flooding with water, you wouldn't mind if somebody comes banging on your door to wake you up or to warn you. You wouldn't take it as a threat. Jesus knows the road ahead of us is narrow and hard to find. The other road is broad and wide and there is many travelling on it. People who don't acknowledge God's existence. These people seem to be better off than us. They seem to be more healthier than us. Jesus says it's not all what it seems. They are following a worldly culture which has taken them down a road of destruction. Where if you are being persecuted and suffering while following Jesus, you will be building up foundations of blessings and a treasure in heaven. Our road may be narrow, with less people on it, but it's a road to salvation. It's a road to glory. It's a road to eternal life with our loving Saviour at the end of it. It's our responsibility to ensure that what we know and what we say is translated into what we do. Jesus gives us a a picture of what kingdom living looks like, which sets us apart from the rest of the world. What Jesus describes is the total opposite to the living world we live in. The whole nature of our world is upside down to our heavenly world, which we are going to be part of. So we need to be living our lives as close to this as possible. Jesus is calling us to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. This world is like rotten meat, decaying away with bacteria. And we are the salt to preserve it by applying the word of God to it. This world is full of darkness and dismay. Jesus is calling us to be his light and to shine for him and to light up the darkness. Jesus is describing us two roads for us to travel on in this passage, the narrow path or the broad one. He has given us two types of foundations to build our lives on. It's up to us to look at ourselves and decide which one we are on. Are we just listeners? Or do do we put what we hear into action? There is a heaven to be gained out of this. And we must heed Jesus' warnings and use them as guidance. These are powerful words coming from our master. And he is teaching his disciples on the mount. When the people overheard what he was saying, huge crowds began to gather. When the crowds listened to Jesus, they were amazed at the insight and the knowledge he had over these teachings. That just can't be a teacher, but someone who knows more about God and heaven than anyone else. The only way anyone can know these things is to have inside knowledge and to be able to explain them in great detail 
is nothing sure as amazing. This can only conclude that Jesus is who he says he is, the Son of God. And if you can truly accept Jesus and all his authority, you must also accept and practice this message also. Let's come to the Lord in prayer. Lord and Heavenly Father, help us to listen to your word and apply it into our lives. I give thanks for your message and I pray it will be a benefit to others as it is to me. Bless us, Lord, and help us to build a sound foundation in our lives and let us teach the good word to others. Amen.
wonderful item of praise that was. Uh, it's entitled Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Thank you also uh, to Robert Wilson for bringing our message this evening. Well, as we come to the end uh, of our podcast, we want to lift up uh, to uh, lift up to God those uh, in our hearts in prayer. And there is many uh, in our church family at this time in need of prayer. And let us lift one another up uh, and commit to continue to pray for one another through uh, these days. Let's come to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we lift up before you those who are struggling through these days. Lord, we lift up before you those whose circumstances have completely changed over these last months. And Lord, as they get used to their new surroundings, as they get used uh, to a new way of life, Lord, we ask your hand of peace and your hand of comfort upon them. Lord, we want to lift up before you uh, the times that we are able to meet together, and we thank you for this. We pray, Lord, uh, for uh, your protection over us and for the opportunity to worship you throughout to seek your word in all that we may do. Lord, we want to lift up before you those who are battling ill health at this time. We pray that you may continue to strengthen and help them through these days, that they may know, Lord, of your hand upon them in all that they do. And Lord, even for those who have to isolate at this time, we pray, Lord, that there is that sense uh, of you with them through it, that there is a time, Lord, that they are able to use well and have that sense of being able to rest too. Lord, we pray uh, for protection over them and for help through these days and all that we do. Help us, Lord, as we've been thinking this evening of continuing to build our lives upon your words, to honour you with all that we do, to seek you, Lord, throughout. Lord, we want to bring our leaders before you uh, through these days. Lord, we want to be a good stewards of your creation. We want to uh, look uh, to honour you with our lives. And Lord, we pray uh, for all the world leaders, Lord, uh, in Glasgow at this time. And Lord, we pray that there is a sense of honouring your name through all that they do. Lord, that this is not... Uh, just an exercise uh, to show uh, what the, um, it means to have power and control. But there is that element of being able to work together for the good of this world and for those who will follow us uh, in this world too. Lord, we also want to uh, honour you with our lives. There's nothing greater, Lord, than being able to bring your message to others, to bring uh, others to you, Lord, to bring life where there is death, 
to bring light where there is darkness. And so, Lord, help us to be faithful, uh, faithful in you and all that we may do to take those opportunities to proclaim your name, to show others the beauty of the gospel. Lord, we also want to lift up for you our young people through these days. Lord, recognising the preciousness of them, recognising the joy it is uh, to uh, have young people in our lives. We ask, Lord, uh, for your hand of protection upon them as they start back to school. We pray, Lord, that they may know that they are secure in you, that they may see at an early age the beauty of the gospel message and take hold of it themselves, that this is what their lives will be built on. The choices that they make, Lord, the lives that they live, they are honouring to you. What a glorious and joyful thing this is. There is nothing more precious uh, than to know of you and to build our lives upon you. Lord, we pray this for our young people through these days. Lord, we want to lift up one another before you. Lord, with so much going on in the world around us and even in the busyness of our lives, help us seek you. Help us take that time to understand the things of you and to follow you throughout. And Lord, we ask these things now. In Jesus' loving name, amen. Well, thank you all for listening this evening. May you know the richness of God's blessing upon you throughout this week. And let's finish together with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.